I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Top 5, the Patreon-only podcast where I, Josh Earl, sit down with a buddy and we discuss the top five of a topic of my choice today, my good buddy, it's Cameron James, everyone. Yeah, oh, It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me on. You've done it before. What did we do last mm. time? I forgot what we talked about. Jackass stunts, I think. Oh, yeah. Good. Top five jackass stunts. Which, by the way, you've seen, uh, you've seen Jackass Forever, obviously. Yes, I, I text you the night I went. I went along with <laughs> yeah. uh, Ben Vanell and Tommy Dasolo and oh, Sam yes. Gray, uh, who works at Token. And we sat there and... Everyone in the theatre was about our age, and we're like, this is so great. We loved all of it. Because afterwards, we were talking about when we watched the first one. I remember watching in Launceston, and just like, as soon as you walked out, dudes are just trying to jump down the entire flight of stairs at the cinema and just like... Tip the tip the like bins over and put popcorn in their head. This time everyone's like going, Oh, that was so much fun. That was cool. <laughs> I know, I know. It's good to hang out, guys. It's so oh, I love uh, you boys. Oh, it's nice. It's- I know. I went with a group of guys as well and we just we went out of the cinema into the food court at the Westfield yeah. and just sat at a table and talked about um like existential stuff yeah. it's like man yeah it makes you think doesn't it because you know these guys we've seen them age over time and it's so great like leading up i was so excited i was reading all the interviews they were doing and it's so yeah. fun to read like people from the new yorker kind of write about it in a really kind of <laughs> yeah. like almost like uh like they're writing a, a thesis on it and it's like oh, it's, it's all about toxic masculinity but also male love and male friendship and it's like and I read this one by a uh, feminist uh, writer who was like saying this is perfect because it's like it's belittling those kind of alpha males. It's hmm. embarrassing. It's shaming them, but it's also done by the same people who it's <laughs> like it's. And it was just really going. Oh, this is so good. I love it. The amount of intellectualizing that this series has copped. It's it. I can't actually believe it, really, because... Especially for a a movie that's got so many dicks in it. So many dicks, (laughs) and, like, you know, I mean, from, uh, you know, people who watched it probably from day one, we never thought about this at the time. We just thought this was a dumb, funny show. Yeah. And it had people trying to light their farts on it and stuff. And then now, 20-odd years later... It's being screened in like museums, like yeah. the Museum of Modern Art and stuff like that. Well, to get into, I went back and watched the other, the first three. Yeah, so did I. Actually. And I realized that the first one's great. The first one is just pure, like, excited love. They're making a movie. They're with yeah. their mates. It's great. Yeah. The second one, I think, is the worst of all of them because it's, <laughs> really, it's the. You could tell, it's the booze and partying. And knowing what oh, I know yeah, now, yeah. I'm like going, oh yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. was. The beginning of the end for some of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the third one, there was enough time passed. It was like, oh, this is 
super funny again in terms Third of one like is fucking amazing. Yeah, they've they've come out of it. Steve O's now sober. Yeah, Bam yeah. seems to be doing okay, and now he's not. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about that today, Cameron. That no, was last we're not time. Talk- we're not talking about Jack. <laughs> Although I could, I could talk about Jackass oh. for another hour, but we, you know, we probably shouldn't. Look, if you've ever, if you've been around me at a, at a pub this this year, there's two things I've brought up every time: <laughs> the Jackass films or the yeah. Beatles documentary. Oh, I brought both those. I can't. Up. I can't get past them. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. all right, we're not nothing to talk about. Yeah. So you're talking about COVID. Hey, have you watched the Beatles documentary? How cool is George Harrison? Like, yeah. I've been in a um, uh, like a writers' room of, of on a show this week, and I've already had all these jackass conversations because everyone yeah. that I knew saw it when it came out. But there was a a comedian in the room today who only saw it yesterday, oh. and I had the whole. Th- fucking conversation again and i was happy to have it yeah and she came in and she was like i saw jackass last night and i just like dropped everything turned my phone over and sat down and went let's go let's do it let's give her my number i'm happy to talk oh. yeah where do you want to start i'm happy to start with anyone let's talk about johnny's hair let's start there such a handsome man all right yeah, what we're good. doing now we're not talking about that we're talking about our top five people who share our first name Cameron, do you, do you like your name? Do you like Cameron as a name? Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I think um, I never I never really cared for it too much when I was younger, but the older I get, I kind of like how it looks written down. Yeah. And I like that it's Scottish as well because um, I like white people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, got, I've kind of like started to get into Scottish shit over the last few years, and it's a very Scottish name and a Scottish word. So Haggis, bagpipes, fat bastard, all the three. <laughs> all the great Scots. Uh, so I've come around to it. Uh, what about you? What do you think about Josh? I, I like it. I, I go through phases, though, where I'm like, it's not, a, it's not an adult's name. It's a child's name. It is a child's name. <laughs> and my real name is Joshua. And it's that's like that's an adult's name. That's an adult's a creepy name. adult's name. <laughs> but it's the thing of like, I, look. Do you know why you were called Cameron? I mum always jokes that I was named because she liked the name Cameron from Cameron Daddo. Oh, okay. But, but I don't know if that's true or if that's retroactive. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Where did, where's Joshua come from? My mum watched a TV show called Here Comes the Brides. Mm-hmm. And it was about three brothers, Jason, which is my older brother's name, Joshua, no, no, and no, no. Jeremy. And my younger brother was going to be called Jeremy, but my dad's name is John. And so mum was like, oh, I don't want to have all J's. Yeah, that starts to get culty. At that yeah, point. and so then she named him Brenton. Um, mm-hmm. And I think because on a country practice there was a Brendan, but she thought, oh, I'm going to change it and do it with a T. I've seen Brenton So it was around. just TV shows? It was T- just TV she shows? watched a lot of TV shows. But I, Here Comes the Bride, I've never watched Here Comes the Bride, but the, I looked it up on IMDb today just to see what it was about. Mm. And this is, what, this is what the first episode's about. Mm-hmm. After making a deal with Seattle's mill owner, Lumberjack brothers Jason, Joshua and Jeremy go to New Bedford, Massachusetts to bring back 100 brides for the men in the town. <laughs> oh... Fellas, that's too many brides. But that is, <laughs> hopefully, if they were smart, the ho- every episode is a different bride. Oh, so yeah. Like, like we've, a, got a, we've like, got 100 episodes. It's like Law and Order. Yes. Like it's a <laughs> crime of the week. <laughs> Send them back. Because my parents are not religious. I had a teacher at primary school who thought they were because Joshua is from the Bible. 
yeah, I, I grew up very religious. And uh, yes, I'll tell you, Joshua is a very religious name. And it, yep. it's probably why I'm so deferential towards you. <laughs> I was but... Moses' assistant. <laughs> but what we're doing today is we're talking our top five people who share our first name. Mm. Okay. Mm. So I'll start us off. Yeah, go for it. Now, <laughs> when I say people, oh, no. this is a character. Creative? It's a character. Okay. Okay. So it's still a Josh. Everyone knows him as Josh. I think I know to, who it's going to be. We're oh, going to the no, West Wing. We're going oh, to the West, the West Wing. Wing. Josh yes. Lyman. Yes. Such a good character on the show. Although I haven't finished watching the West Wing, so I'm not sure if he has a turn because his relationship with his assistant in 2022 like goggles might not be as cool as it was back in the 90s and to early 2000s. I can't remember. Does he, has he got a flirty, like sexy relationship going on? Yeah, they're, they're big flirting they're banter. They're and also banter. a little bit of controlling who she sees. Like when she gets oh, a boyfriend, yeah, he's yeah, a bit yeah. funny about her having a boyfriend. That's always a thing, isn't it? Even like as, even up through Mad Men, you know, like yeah. Don Draper being a bit protective of a Peggy's relationships. It's a yeah real male fantasy, I think. I also like I also protege. understand this. I know I, I've had I've had people who I know have had crushes on me. And they get a partner, and then I'm all like, "What?" But I thought you, like, <laughs> even though I was with someone. Now this is twenty years ago. I'm talking about. But it was yeah, that yeah, yeah. Going through uni, going, I, I think I know they like me, and then them yeah. getting a boyfriend, going, "What yeah. the fuck is well, this?" What the, like, what the fuck am I? Yeah. <laughs> thought I was something special. Now that's Bradley Whitford's character. It is, yes. Yeah, that's right. I remember now. God, I fucking love Bradley Whitford. He's so He's good. One of those actors who I'm stoked any time he pops up on camera. Well, I did read him because he was in Get Out. He played the, the father in Get Out. Mm, and yeah. apparently that line where he said, I voted for Obama. He was like, <laughs> yeah, I think I actually did say that once <laughs> to Jordan Peele. So, uh, yeah, it's probably why it's in there. Like, yeah. I um over lockdown, my wife and I were, we hit this wall of things where we realized we've watched every comfort sitcom you know, and we've run out of things to watch. So we put on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which yep. I'd never seen. The Copaganda um, sitcom with Andy Samberg. And it's mostly fine. It's mostly okay. Like, it's a bit lame in parts or whatever. But Bradley Whitford plays Andy Samberg's dad. And over six seasons, he's probably only in, like, six or seven episodes. Yeah. But they are the standout episodes. Yeah. He's just, like, a fucking funny dude. He plays a real pilot. actor. That's great. Yeah, real like he's really fucking great. I love him. So I, I would say those episodes are great. Also, even though it got a bit much, but the um, oh, when they've got a what's they do the one oh, the Halloween one heists, the, the heist. heist episodes. The yeah, heist they're ep- always a bit of fun. Which although the last one I didn't think it was that great. The fine the finale, but trying times. It's like COVID. They're trying to make a TV show. It's it's too I hard. get you. Yep. Did you ever watch, um, it was a single season show, it was Sorkin's, the Sorkin show oh, that you did before Studio the newsroom? Yeah, no, I never watched Studio 60. <laughs> I've got it on DVD somewhere. I'll have to. Oh, I'm a bit obsessed with it. It's so funny. I remember because someone was saying, I read this somewhere, this is not my theory, but someone was saying all these shows about sketch shows mm. are, or when they're meant to be like these genius comedians and stuff like that. Never work because when they do comedy, it's yeah. not good. 
It's never good. And so these are meant to be the best like sketch writers in the world, and then you see the the sketches, and it's like, oh, this is bullshit. Which is where, think, why Thirty Rock was good because yeah, the show was meant to be bad anyway. Yeah, that's uh, true. I I mean. 30 Rock is so funny because all their sketches are like a fart robot or something like that. But yeah, I've Studio 60 is, I think, a very special show that's worth tracking down and worth watching because they honestly talk so high and mighty about what they're doing as comedians and as artists and as comedy writers. And, you know, it's Bradley Whitford and Matthew Perry are the two. Yeah. They're the Lorne Michaels of this fictional SNL show. Um, and they're both so good in it and they're both very great dramatic actors, but then you see the sketches that they're doing and they're just like, you, you're not even like, you can't even get a smile on your face. They're so unfunny. It's like Sarah Paulson plays like the Gilda Radner of the show and she's a great actor, but she's not fucking funny. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.